Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at MrRogersSay where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I am so glad to have you here with us again for another great episode. I am especially excited this week to be welcoming back two of my friends, Matt Anderson and Ben DeBono of the Sci-Fi Christian Podcast. This week I invited them here because this is their 10th anniversary celebration. I had them on the show this week because uh, really their show inspired me to start my show. Back around 10 years ago, whenever they got started doing their podcast is really probably about the time that I started getting into podcasts and started listening and started trying to figure out, hey, I I wonder if I could start doing uh, a podcast of my own. And I can remember distinctly searching for a podcast, wondering if anybody out there was doing anything uh, from a Christian perspective, talking about things like J.R.R. Tolkien. And here I found this great sci-fi Christian podcast with Matt and Ben. Little did I know that we would become friends, that Ben and I would even have a couple occasions where we would hang out and have uh, some wonderful in-person stories to share from a couple trips to Chicago over the year, over the years. And uh, anyway, we've just had some some great times over the years doing some podcasts and, and getting to hang out. So tonight on Voices in My Head, I am so glad to welcome Matt and Ben from the Sci-Fi Christian on my show to just celebrate with them 10 years of their great podcast and to talk about some of the ways that their show has evolved over the years. So Matt and Ben, welcome to Voices in My Head. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. That was great to be back. That was a great introduction. And I I was wondering, we've been on this show before, you've been on our show, but I think it's been a while. Do you happen to have any notes on when the last time we were here was? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember because it has been a while, and I should have done my homework and, and looked gonna, things up. But I'm just, no, I'm going to scan your website right now. <laughs> you could do that, but I, I don't even know. It's been so long, and I'm just lazy enough that I didn't look it up beforehand. <laughs> but I, it, I did look it up for you for our show. All right. it's, been a, it's, it's been longer than you expect. I, If my notes are correct. Man, of, last Man of Steel, I'm thinking. No, that was that was 2013. We had oh. you on, of course, for Man of Steel review in 2013. You were on for a Catholic question and answer episode with Ben in 2014. That was a crossover. You and I did a crossover episode about Spider-Man in 2015. Ah. It looks like the last time we had an episode where you were on in the Sci-Fi Christian feed, it was a crossover with voices in my head where you and Ben discussed the exor- Exorcist. I remember oh, that. Yeah. And that was December 2016 that we posted it yeah okay so four and a half years yeah 
Yeah, that so was a great back. episode. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, it's good to it's good to be back on on my show and your show, I guess. <laughs> I, I love that intro because I I feel like we can you know kind of take credit for all the good work you've done over, exactly. the, over the years. I, always, I did wonder though. You, I've heard you mention that we inspired you to do your own show, and is it as simple as you just kind of you know as listening you were listening to ours and listening to others, you just felt like you could, or uh, or is there more to it? What was it specifically about the Sci Fi Christian? that you decided, you know what, I'm going to do my own podcast. I think it was it was partially that I just enjoyed the way that you guys interacted with each other and some of the topics that you were covering on your show. And even though you were the sci-fi Christian, it wasn't always just sci-fi. And I think whenever I was thinking about... It wasn't always we, Christian. It wasn't always Christian. Sometimes it was just downright filthy. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that at all. No, <laughs> no, um, no, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, because I'm a musician, I didn't want to necessarily be pegged into just music on my show. And you guys were always talking about a variety of topics. And so I thought, you know, I could I could maybe do something like that where I talked about, you know, music, but also other things, you know. And, and so I really enjoyed the way that you would have news every week and not every week, but there were certain episodes where you would talk about news and there were certain episodes where you had topics and uh, then there was just conversations. And um, so it kind of it kind of became something that I thought it would be a lot of fun to do, but maybe I could do it with a different guest every week. And I didn't know exactly how my show was was going to look, um, but but yeah, you definitely were an inspiration behind that. And I had been listening to podcasts for a while, but I hadn't really found any kind of Christian based podcast that I enjoyed nearly as much as I enjoyed yours. Um, and I, and I don't know exactly why that was. I, I think that yours was just a little more free flowing and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily preachy. Uh, if, if that makes sense. Um, it was just a lot more laid back and it was much more conversational and it wasn't necessarily the kind of show that was, um, out to, you know, make converts necessarily. I, I don't think you would have been opposed to make converts. Uh, but well, at least not about Christianity. <laughs> right. You, you I, were... I, I make converts on a number of topics. <laughs> right. It was simply that you were just being who you were, and you were Christians, and you were talking about things you enjoyed. And so I think that was kind of where I was going with mine as well. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I went. But uh but you know what? You you've already you know we've been talking for five minutes and uh, forty seven seconds by my count, and you already hijacked the show, Matt, by asking me questions. I did, I did and, notice uh, that. So... I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> I noticed that, and I thought it was very rude. Yeah, that, that... I'm sorry. I love to ask questions, <laughs> and that's you fine. know we joke that that our show is also an interview show, or at least I joke this but that I'm the only guest. And I, I think that kind of is true in a way, because Matt does love to ask questions and I like to talk about things and it works out very well. I think it's true. So we kind of have the same format as you, just fewer guests. I think it is true. I think that in some ways that is very true. And, and you guys work very well together in that format. You know what? Let, let's talk about that a little bit too, because I do think that is kind of the formula of your show. And yeah, I, I've, kind of listened to your show from the beginning. Uh, I, I didn't start from episode one. I kind of caught you uh, several episodes in and then I caught up and, and kind of went back. And then I think I've listened 
to every episode in your free feed anyway. Um, I, I know that now you have a, have a subscription service that people can actually uh, get a paid feed and there's an uncensored feed and, and other ones that are on there as well. Um, yes, but the, the show has evolved over the years. But when you first started, tell us real quick, just so in case listeners aren't familiar with how you started, uh, you first started uh, from kind of an outgrowth of the church that you were both serving at at the time, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. So I've liked podcasts and I was, I've been listening to podcasts since uh, 2005. And let's see, Ben, was it 2009 that we planted? Not we, but we went to the uh, church 2010. Plant. It was uh, end of 2009 is when it started. And then 2010 is when it was officially publicly launched. All right. So four years into me listening to podcasts and being in that world, uh, we were a part of a church plant where Ben was the pastoral intern. I was helping, but no official capacity. And the pastor... You were the helper. I was a helper. (laughs) The pastor uh, was open to this idea I had to have a supplemental podcast. So whatever the sermon was going to be about, we would would discuss that topic, but from a different direction. We wouldn't rehash the sermon. We'd talk about something related, but not exactly the same. So that we launched that in fall 2010. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, yep. And... uh, do you want to take it from here? Well, it wasn't successful, <laughs> either in content or listenership. Oh, oh, I think the content was great. Uh, well, we'll get to the content. We had on a really good week. We we maybe get five listeners. I don't know. If I was going to say four. I don't. I don't. I don't think any episode of the Life Report in its original run ever cracked double digits. And you know, it was just sad because our you know it was specifically for it was a lot of work the too. church audience and and it, it really like nobody likes criticism nobody likes i'm sure you've gotten critical emails over the years rick we have it nobody likes it but it's a little different when it's 40 percent of your audience just criticized you at the same time so you know criticism kind of cuts you to the heart are you saying criticism in the sense of not listening no well there's that but then like the people that were listening would sometimes be like you guys should do oh, blah 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 yeah. less of this and you know, you 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 kind of kind of cuts you to the core when that's half the audience. I remember really clearly. It had to have been November or December of that first year. So we had only been podcasting for a few months at that point. That we started to sneak in more of our sci-fi interests. Maybe well, nobody was listening. Yeah. We might as well talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. So I think comic book talk got brought up. But in fact, our the last episode we just recorded for our main feed uh, was about the recent zombie movie called Army of the Dead, uh, and. I remember it must have been around December. We just started talking about was Jesus a zombie? We didn't really believe right. it. But we were just we were just discussing how I some people could interpret the Jesus story as a zombie story, although again, we don't believe that. But that led us down a road where we realized maybe we should have a side podcast, right. a secondary. At the time that would have been our secondary podcast with the life report being our main podcast where we can talk about whatever we want when it comes to movies. Uh, the flagship. Yeah, movies, TV shows, uh, whatever. And so right away, January 2011, it was January 11th, 2011, that we launched our, we recorded and released our first episode. So uh, content-wise, the Life Report, which started as uh, this this exploration of, of kind of parodying, not parodying, but uh, supplementing the Servant series, quickly devolved within a matter of months to <laughs> doing a chapter-by-chapter read-through of some book by John Stott that you had had on your shelf for years and wanted to read. And it was a great excuse to read it. <laughs> that was 100% why we did that. 
And it's funny because of the sci-fi Christian, like we're, we're doing a read through of Moby Dick right now on the uncensored feed. And it's arguably the best thing we've ever done. The John Stott book was the worst thing we've ever done. <laughs> Almost. So, I mean, Almost. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed John Stott. And well, his book. Yeah, this, isn't a, this is not a commentary on John Stott. This was a commentary on the 12 straight weeks of a very thin book by John Stott that largely repeated itself probably wasn't the best way to get that podcast off the ground here i got it it's called is this right the radical disciple yeah some neglected aspects of our calling so uh, it's, it's, i'm sure it's a fine book I, I don't remember it very much but then the real kicker that the death knell of the life report was because we were both in in school at the time and so i was you know we were, we were doing uh we're, we're both doing this master's degree yeah in theology yeah so we're both pursuing at the same school our masters of arts and theological studies so one of the classes there required you to do some type of project and it was very broad on what this project could be well, it, it was, the class i was in was called the history of christianity yes. and i had to do it, it was just like in high school when you have this like semester long project that you're working up towards yeah so, so you could write a big paper you could do like a series of class notes for it or you video could videos, you could do a video or you could do a podcast well i asked can i do a podcast for my end of the semester project so we we had the history of christianity part one through seven seven <laughs> And uh, it's it's one of my favorite things from the life report because it's so bad. <laughs> it gets worse as it goes on. Well, it was kind of bad because I've never really talked to you about this, Ben. But <laughs> I think we have. But it, so this was for a grade, for my grade. Right. And Ben was getting increasingly uninterested in the subject matter. So if you could see us live, Ben was on on the computer doing i don't even know what doing I'm, other things i'm talking to the notes his responses were getting less and less and and like a little bit disgruntled so, i did not i mean this is one of my i actually got a, a bad grade on this <laughs> on this project and i like to blame ben i i had straight a's until then and then this project ended up getting me an a minus my i think my first a minus well, you were okay but, but i mean the, what's fun is that the first episode i am genuinely engaged genuinely trying to help you get your your grade and then you're right <laughs> it, it devolved from there i think the low point of it was when you could tell i wasn't paying attention and you had reached something where the great commission came into it and you you asked me if I was in favor of the Great Commission, just trying to re-engage you, <laughs> yeah. and it, 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 I don't remember exactly what my rant was, but it, it did engage me for for a pretty great rant. Yeah, you were mad. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> so, uh, the death of the Life Report came shortly thereafter, but not well, truly the death. No, in April of 2011, three months into doing the Sci-Fi Christian, we decided to put the Life Report on hiatus. Well, we didn't decide. <laughs> Our pastor, because remember, this was tied to the church, yeah. uh, told us that he didn't want the life report to end. It could go on a hiatus, and it's been on hiatus ever since. And the church has since closed. <laughs> the church <laughs> that, does not exist. That church plant lasted three years, and uh, Ben and I left the church before it, it closed. Yeah. But, but we did go to the final Sunday, That's true. I, I think. Did you yeah, know that I, I was one? at the final Sunday. Kind of the celebration Sunday. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was so that's how we got started. So. <laughs> So, uh, so the history of the sci-fi Christian starting is you destroyed a church with your first podcast. Awesome. And, we uh, destroyed a church podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, like, specific space there. I mean, I, I, 
I would blame the whole failing <laughs> the church and the life report. You know, uh, Rick, I do have something really sad, and, and you can relate to this probably as a podcaster uh, or just somebody that works in, in different forms of media. Sure. I Because I had a hard drive crash and because the church website doesn't exist anymore, those original episodes of the life report are are gone forever. I have some oh, that I have to back up in on a, on a CD of all things. It's like the lost lost BBC episodes of Doctor Who. So yeah, we <laughs> I've been wanting to go back in and uh, put these Life Report episodes maybe in one of our paid Patreon feeds or even on the main feed if we want to take a break for you know four months. <laughs> I don't I don't think that'd be a good way to maintain the listening no, audience. But no, yeah, I'm sad. I I would love to go back and hear those first episodes where we started podcasting together. I'm not saying they're going to be good, but it, it, you like to hear the history. Yeah. I think we do have the history of Christianity ones. Well, the history of Christianity YouTube video is available where it's like a highlight reel that I put together. Oh yeah. Of you getting mad. Sounds like it is pretty great. It sounds like it would be a really engaging subject with Matt trying his best and pouring his heart into it while Ben's playing Minesweeper on his computer. Yeah, I mean, I know. Well, there, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> put up our, our Life Report uh, podcast uh, YouTube page, and there's a lot of good stuff on here from the John Stott days. Christian maturity? Wait, that's tolerance? Where are you finding this? It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. So, Rick, we're making lots of jokes about this, yeah. but I put hours of work into preparing for those podcasts. For the history of Christianity. For the history of Christianity oh, podcast. You did. And, uh, Ben did not. He, 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 he did not prepare and was not even there presently. Really, when I was recording, <laughs> I was there physically. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. So, all right, uh, that's but, all we, that's all we have for the beginning. But it was laying the groundwork for what was to come ahead, for sure. I guess that's true. So, well, and then when you actually did figure out where you were going, and it became the sci-fi Christian, I I think it it probably helped you both though in that. You kind of felt like uh, you knew what you were doing a little bit more, you know, in, in the sense in which it, it had already, the, the cake was kind of baked a bit when you actually did start the Sci-Fi Christian, um, because it felt more like you knew, um, you felt like more seasoned podcasters to me, you know, whenever that show had started. Uh, I don't know if you felt that way. Um, yeah, no, I think that's true. You know, and, and, and I think we we evolved quite a bit even from where we started at Sci-Fi Christian, but yeah. I think we did definitely hit the ground running, thanks to the sacrifice of the life report. <laughs> right, and sometimes that has to happen. I think that's that's what happens in every area yeah. of life. There's a, there's a great lesson yeah. in that actually, because you don't you don't just start out with anything um, being exactly where you're going to end up going for sure. Man, if I if you could. I mean, you can actually listen back to my early shows, and I, I don't like listening to them because, man, they're not great. Because um, I'm just really trying to figure out exactly what the show is going to be. Um, and they're hard to listen to for me. It's kind of that way with my early music, too, and trying to figure out, you know, what kind of a musician I'm going to be and trying to figure out recording techniques. Um, but then you guys, when you finally did figure out where you were going with the Sci-Fi Christian, um, it felt like there was really a strong chemistry between both of you. And you did that for, I want to say, um, about a year or so together. Uh, maybe it was two years. I can't quite remember the exact order. And then there was a time period uh, where it felt like everything was really kind of sailing along very well. And Matt and Ben, <laughs> both of you guys, it was such a good show. And then Ben decided he needed to leave the show for a little while. Yeah, we had uh, a... A behind the scenes conflict 
No, that's not true. No, that, no. No, 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 it was for it was uh, family reasons. Actually, yeah. its life was too crazy. Yeah, uh, but I so I abandoned the sci-fi Christian. Yeah, at some point during the end of season one, we we just call each year that we're recording since we happened to start in January mm-hmm. uh, our different seasons. So at the end of year one, I, th- I I can't remember when you warned me, but we were starting to record less and less. Yeah. Uh, and I think we still had good episodes, but I think it was sometime in the fall where you said that you wanted to wrap up at the end of the year, possibly. Oh, I don't maybe. Know. Do, you, do you remember? I don't remember. No, I don't remember either. So then I was determined to keep it going without Ben. And you, you and did. I think when you did tell me, I think there was always the door was open for you to return, but I didn't know if you were going to come back. Yeah. So my idea at the time had been, I'd figure out how to use Skype, which now that we use Zoom and things like Microsoft Teams all the time. It seems silly, but at the time, I didn't really Skype with people too much. And so I had this idea that I would have listener. Actually, the idea was what you ended up doing with Voices in My Head. I would just have random guests keep well, the conversation I think going. Rick's guests are generally well-known authors and singers and 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 thinkers, and your guests were going to be listeners. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, we ended up uh, I couldn't figure that out. And so I, I got uh, some friends from church to replace Ben. So sometimes I'd have myself and our friend Daniel. Sometimes I'd have myself and our friend Kobe. Sometimes it would be the three of us. And that kind of kept things going. So, uh, and then Ben, I appeared throughout that second year because I had so much, uh, I mean, just different clips of him that maybe we never released, like different recordings, maybe a, a conversation we had before an actual episode that I still had the recording of, or I, I started something that I call time loops. Or when I would preach. Oh, yeah. Well, let me talk about time yeah, loops yeah. first. I started time loops, which are just rerun episodes. And keep in mind, this was just one year later. But <laughs> We're under 100 episodes yeah. at this point. We're at like episode 40, and I'm like, oh, let's <laughs> let's rerun this episode that Ben was on just to keep him around because there, uh, like you said, there is something. Um, I think Ben and I have a good podcast chemistry. So mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, and then, yeah, Ben was preaching at the time. Uh, he... Before he converted to Catholicism, which I'm guessing you'll bring up here, he was one of the pastors at my Protestant church. And so anytime that he preached a sermon, it was gold for me. Straight <laughs> to the sci-fi Christian feed. <laughs> so, yeah, so I kept, I mean, if you actually look at season two, where Ben wasn't on regularly, or sorry, when Ben wasn't ever recording with me live, I think he was, he probably wasn't missing from too many episodes because I was able to sneak him in there. My presence was was there. Your presence was felt. And then I came back. Yeah, halfway through the third year. I don't, it wasn't right away, but yeah. halfway through our third year, you no. did come back all the way. And we 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 started one of the best jokes in sci-fi Christian history around this time, which is that we started a, a gag that Kobe, who was one of the co-hosts who filled in, was not a real person, and, and that this had all been an elaborate ruse. It had been Ben all along. So the way we did this, which I think you were the I master. Remember. I do remember you you sent something in Rick and I could tell you were like <laughs> I love real? I love getting people to the point where they're 90% sure it's fake because you could just hear that 10% of doubt. And that's like where you were. Yeah, well, what we did, let's tell the audience yes. what we did. We after a regular episode with no sort of introduction or warning, we let the the recording keep on going so there was a little bit of silence and then we just started having a conversation as if we accidentally kept it recording, and now right. we put it out to the audience. And it was like, when should we tell? I think we we intentionally talked about a couple other mundane things for a few minutes first, just to throw them off the scent. And then we put it. When do you think we should tell people about about Kobe? 
oh, you mean that he's not real? It was it was phenomenal. <laughs> it and was- so there were some people that thought Kobe was fake <laughs> and actually Ben <laughs> pretending to be a different person for a one full year. <laughs> Which, it's it's such a possible gag when you think about it. Nobody knows who it was. we are. Well, it's all audio. It it was so funny because like this particular pod, so many podcasts now have video to them, so it wouldn't work if you had the video feed. But but the way that you were doing it, and and like I remember listening to that and thinking, what? <laughs> <laughs> because the the audio in the background the way you guys were doing it it was it was almost plausible and <laughs> we, we purposely had put the microphones further away from us so right. it was as if you're kind of hearing us talk from a distance right. yes. you're, you're hearing something you you're not meant to hear yeah, yeah. and and, and yeah yeah it was it was a funny it was a funny gag where where and and the funny the funny part of it was how you guys were always uh, how Ben especially was always just kind of uh, making fun of Kobe. And, yeah, that uh, was fun. Actually, I don't. I don't actually. I'm just going to be honest. I don't actually love that because in real life, Kobe is one of my very best friends, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I I, I have to continually defend him when Ben is. is well, I don't make fun of him anymore. I, I know. I know. You just yeah. you in the past. It was all just joking, but it, it still. It's like. This yeah. is one of my best friends. Please lay off his case a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part was he didn't. We didn't tell him we did this whole joke. Well, Kobe doesn't listen to the show. No, uh, he was he was uh, willing to be on with me, so I'm sure he listened to some episodes that he was on. But I, I wouldn't say he's a regular listener. Oh, no, I, I don't think he's listened in years. But shout out to Kobe. Which I, I mean, uh, even with the jokes that Ben makes, sometimes I think he'd have to admit without Daniel and Kobe helping. Yeah, we couldn't. No, we we to- wouldn't be here to- today. Totally yeah. true. Yeah, 100%. it was. It, it was. They definitely helped in the in the meantime. And and you, and you wouldn't monologue your way through it. I don't think I could do it alone. Like I, I some, don't think you're a monologuer. No, you know. In fact, we we're talking about how I like to interview people, and I do like asking questions. Uh, but as I think back to the history of Christianity that we did exactly on Life Report, I, say. I I did the preparation, but then you got kind of bored. So I think I realized then, okay, if this show's gonna work. Ben has to prepare it. I'll ask questions along the way because how we usually do it is I I produce the episodes, I do the editing, I get everything prepared, I put it, put it out there in the world, I do all the website posting. Ben does eighty percent, if not more, of the show prep. So when we have a conversation, he's bringing the conversation. Like, I'm asking questions for news. Oh yeah, I forgot about the news. We do every two episodes. We do news. Basically, so we do one news episode, one main topic. If we do a movie review, we both just come with our thoughts. But if we do an in-depth conversation, probably Ben's the one that's prepared that. Yeah. Uh, so I think we we split the work well. But I am more of the interviewer, and I I think that helps. So for something like History of Christianity, where I did the preparation, if Ben's not interested, he's probably not going to be as engaged. <laughs> and so true. It, it makes it better if he just prepares and I ask my questions along the way. Yeah, I think it, it's true though. It's it's that it was about finding out each other's strengths as we went on and and i think that's what's kept the podcast going is that we've both been comfortable uh existing in the that that space of strength uh that complements each other very well 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 let me ask you guys this because and and i i definitely want to get a little bit into the the catholic conversation and 
Um, we could go on all night if we asked you about the history of your show, but I, I think we've actually yeah, we're only covered, at season two, Rick. Yeah, I know. I think we've 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 covered a lot of that in in past episodes too. Maybe where we've had conversations like this before, and and even on your show, you've done some retrospective things, and and so it's it's probably territory that a lot of people who've listened to you guys um, probably are pretty well versed in. But there's a couple things I specifically wanted to ask you guys about. Um, there's, there's two things really. And one, I want you to just think about for a minute and, and maybe we'll come back to it as we kind of close out our conversation. So, so just be thinking about this question first. Okay. Um, and this question is after 10 years of doing podcasting together, uh, or just even doing podcasting, that's a long time, uh, for, for a lot of people to do podcasts come and go. Sometimes they last for few months. Sometimes they last for a while, but there's very few that last for 10 years. Um, so what I want you guys to both think about for a minute as we continue our discussion, um, why are you still doing it? Like, what do you, what do you get out of it personally? And, and what is there that, that kind of um, brings you fulfillment and, and probably a joy from that? I would have to guess that there's something in you um, that really, um, that I don't know, some kind of need that maybe is even being met. I would I would have to think for you to continue doing it because it is a lot of work. I know from doing it week after week myself. So so just think about that one for a minute, okay? And and we'll come back to that one as we close out our conversation later, but I want you to have some time to think about it. But one thing I want us to, to kind of touch on a bit, it is sort of the, the Catholic and, and Protestant dynamic between you guys on the show. One thing that I have really loved about your journey over the years and having been one that has followed it pretty much from the beginning is the way that I've seen your relationship evolve and the way that I've seen um, Ben in, in changing over from uh, being where he was, uh, being a minister at a Protestant denomination at a really kind of a, a non-denominational, I guess, church, which probably leaned a little bit more on the Baptist side of things, um, into a... It leaned so so far on the Baptist side that it was, in fact, Baptist. was, in fact, Baptist. Okay, then. That, that confirms it. <laughs> um, but leaning into then becoming Catholic and, and really embracing that and then really forming a new identity, I think. Um, not, not just I think. I, I think I really see um, a new a whole new aspect of your personality and a, and a whole new um, richness of your faith coming out. And I can, I can feel that uh, in your conversations and it, it's been neat to kind of see that growth. Part of what's been fascinating to me um, listening to your conversations together is I feel like I can almost see myself in both of you in that way, because um I've been one that's kind of teetered on the line of both of those things over the years um, with, with being that back in college, I remember, even though I was at a Protestant university uh, and I trained in, in religious studies, it was Catholic uh, authors that they always had me read. And I can remember really being torn, like, do I even want to be Protestant? And I've always been very drawn to uh, more the more Catholic side of the faith in many ways. And I've always felt this this real tension of like being pulled back and forth and back and forth. So often in your conversations together, one thing that has been kind of neat for me 
is to kind of get to hear both sides of the conversation. I almost feel like like the Ben side of the conversation is like, what if I would have gone that way? And then I have Matt on the other side. Well, what if, you know, here I am on this side of the conversation too. And I wonder if a lot of your listeners have kind of felt that as well, um, maybe kind of also feeling their faith enriched by the way that you two have kind of hung in there together in your friendship. I, I, I have to kind of wonder, is that something that you guys have, have felt has, has drawn you closer together as friends because you've both kind of taken those two different roads? I'll let you answer this first, Ben. Oh, no, I don't actually like Matt. I wouldn't consider him a friend. <laughs> no, I, I think you're totally right. And I think that it's also something that, like, to really like the show, uh, we you need to embrace that aspect of it. So I'd say most of our listeners are Protestant. Uh, we do have some people who listen who are Catholic. Um, but I can always tell, like, every now and then, you know, you get the email from somebody who will either want to argue about why I shouldn't be Catholic or warn Matt to not fall through <laughs> my, my Catholic wiles or whatever. And it's always like, oh, that person's not going to really like the show, whether they listen for a long time or not. They're not going to like the show, not because you have to be even open to becoming Catholic to like the show, but I think that you have to be willing to embrace that dialogue. You have to be willing to uh, embrace that. And I, I think we have listeners who I know are devoted Protestants, like not even remotely on the fence of considering ever becoming Catholic or even where like with your story, Rick, where that was kind of this possible path for them, but have recognized that there's something here they can grow from, recognize that there's a value in, in hearing about it and learning from it and growing from it. And it's like, those are the people who are going to stick around and, and really get something out of the show. Uh, the people who uh, kind of have, you know, allergic to, anything even resembling Catholicism, uh, they might listen for a while, but they're probably not going to be too happy, which is entertaining in its own way. Hmm. Yeah, I've grown a lot in the sense of my understanding of what it means to be a Catholic. I think I was, I didn't, I wasn't raised in a Christian home. So by the time I started hearing the different theological conversations from the Protestant point of view, I was taught basically that it was rare to find a Catholic who was a true Christian. And I, I don't believe that anymore, of course, but that that's what I was raised. And in fact, I worked at a Christian bookstore here locally in the Twin Cities. And I remember there were, of course, different sections. You got Christian living and parenting and marriage. There was a world religion section. And we would put, they had us, as we're putting the books on the shelves, anything that was a specific, specifically Catholic book would be placed into world religions wow. rather than you know around maybe Christian living or something like that. So all that to say, I did have some um, uh, preconceived ideas about what it meant to be a Catholic when Ben became a Catholic and I had a chance to just ask him questions here on the show and in real life. I I think I learned a lot about um, how, you know, there are there are two different uh, parties, you could say, but there's there is a unity there that I that I really long for. Uh, so I, I think that maybe that's what I've learned the most about is just uh the importance of unity in the church and, and understanding that, understanding more about, uh, I guess just what I've been saying, what it means to be a Catholic. And it's not totally opposite of being a Christian, which I, I mean, it's, not, it's, not totally, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like 30%, like 20, 25, no, but you know, I mean, 
Ben, I, I don't know how much you want to go into it, but even you before you were Catholic, I feel like either from family or friends, when you when you became Catholic, you had people in your life that kind of felt that way, right? Like, oh yeah. And so I'm sure yeah, that was yeah, yeah. that was a tough one. Yeah, yeah. That's there's some conversations that weren't fun. <laughs> it's like when you get the listeners who send in the the dumb email, to, which I I you just laugh at it, and move on with yeah. your life. You don't have that option with with family. But course. you know, I, I do you think I, I, you and I have never talked about this, Ben? I, do you think we've gotten closer because like we've walked this road together? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we, I, 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 maybe I think so. Yeah. I think that I mean I think certainly the show has been an important part of that journey for me yeah. being able to process it yeah. and, and uh work through it and express it like you know not to jump the gun to the the other question rick but uh certainly like in another life i'd be a teacher you know i yeah. i say that and so being able to teach on that and to share that and all, all of that is really important to me and i think that it's also was a solidifying factor in that conversion. Not to say that I would have stopped being Catholic if it wasn't for the show, but I don't think that it would have solidified in the same way if it wasn't for what we do here. I was just thinking, I, I think I might have a regret in our friendship. And this is a real legitimate thing. Oh my I don't think we ever talked about. I At some point, Rick, or early on, I started realizing most everything that we talk about is good quality material for the podcast. And so I started saying, well, wait, before you talk to me about that, let's right. let's be recording or let me get the recorder on her. Mm-hmm. Or I would, if we were going to a movie, I'd bring a mini recorder so we could record in a parking lot before we saw a movie or do our review after the movie. So all that to say, Ben, this is my confession to you. I think, like, I wish that we had more time that was separate from the podcast where we could just be friends that hung out that didn't have to be podcast well you don't do that anymore but i'd say that you got like when on this exact topic (laughs) like the fact that you did that you got the moment where i told you i was becoming which is a pretty cool thing that is a cool episode but in case listeners don't know i was recording as ben walked into the room when he was going to tell me this behind the scenes before we start recording so then eventually i was able to post the moment that he told me on there so yeah i do agree that that was a cool episode but i think i wish that i had to put us in a position where everything we did had to be podcast related mm-hmm. like i'd like to just hang out with you and have nothing to do with the podcast and i feel like at this point with our family com- commitments we're basically oh, that's true all it is, in it's on, much more because now since we started 10 years ago uh you you only had two I, kids I, in 2011 I, right I, or one in two tw- kids in 2011 i had zero i got over the course of the podcast i got married and had three kids You've added. I have six. Yeah. So I think because of family commitments, that also made a difference. But yeah, I, I feel so. Right now, I see Ben more than any other friend I have, but it's one hundred percent podcast related. Every Tuesday night we get together, we spend two hours together, and then maybe talk throughout the week through Facebook or text. <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. That sounds sad when you put it that way. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Wow. That's why I'm saying it's kind hey, of a regret. A I wish that we had more i think that over the years i wish that we had focused not just on the podcast so maybe that's what i'll say but, to you know if we hung out outside the podcast we'd start talking about something i know and inevitably we would want it to be on that, the podcast that's what i'm that's saying 100 what would happen so listeners if you're starting a podcast or if you've been doing a podcast take time to really build a relationship outside or, or of the podcast somebody you don't really like it's like when you tell people that are married to to also date well, don't just raise don't just raise your kids and and do life together I mean, you should go out on dates we need to do more outside of the podcast dating I, 
I'm willing, but I'm not a. I'm not going to put out on the first date. Why? Why do you have to do that? I censored. I didn't get too dirty. <laughs> All right, Rick. Well, All right. On that note. <laughs> well, let's go to uh, the last question that I had. Those are actually pretty excellent uh, answers. And as I think about that, and how many of us actually do have friends that we see regularly, you know, two hours a week. That's, that's actually a pretty good time commitment in our life um, every single week. And, and that's, that's actually a pretty great friendship, I think, uh, even if you are on microphone. And those are some good quality conversations that you had. So let's, yeah, let's they will just have no listeners. Everyone will abandon us. <laughs> <laughs> then we can catch up on us. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, let's let's kind of go into this as our last question tonight. And and again, I, I appreciate both of you so much for taking some extra time tonight to let me celebrate with you, uh, because I, I do celebrate your show and your ten years together, and and it's meant a lot to me and, and to get to share in this with you tonight. And both of you have meant a lot to me over the years. But I am grateful that you're still podcasting, and I'm grateful to be able to still be listening to you after ten years. But why do you still do it? Why do you still podcast after 10 years? My answer is going to be not as interesting after that big heartfelt uh, oh. confession. But I'll just say my I've always been interested in multimedia type activity. I remember as a kid, I had a little tape recorder and I would I'm talking about like 10 years old. I would do um, I remember I, I had a, a sister that was born when I was 10 and I had a, like I did almost a audio documentary like uh, on July 28th at 1110. My sister Kim was born. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, th this is when I was a kid I in high school, I started making spoof songs, you know, in the vein of Weird Al uh, Yankovic. Is that how you say that? <laughs> so, yes. yeah. uh, so and then going to the college, I my my degree was in um, it was called media communication. So broadcast, I would have been interested in getting into radio or video editing or things like that. I never did get into that field. I, I still sometimes think I'd be interested, although. Now it's been so long, I'd have to be totally retrained on the the modern tools for those industries. So to answer your que question, Rick, I think that this does uh, help. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an outlet for me in that area that I've been interested in since I was a kid. Um, but also just the uh, people have all sorts of different hobbies. And this happens to be the hobby that I have that is the pretty much the one thing I do that is not family related. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, it, it's it's an outlet. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a natural teacher. I have at various points in my career had more of a professional outlet for that and sometimes not. Um, so this is kind of in the consistent way to, to get that out. But I think the big thing for me is that we still have something to say. Um, if I felt like we didn't have something to say, not every episode, you know, some episodes are just funny or, or dumb or whatever. And, and, and those are fun. Uh, but truly having something to say, like on our uncensored feed right now, we're doing a 16 part read through of Moby Dick mm. and it's, we don't have tons of people on our Patreon, but the fact that we're like bringing people who've never read Moby Dick, who never would have read it, who, who never even considered reading it. And we're not just reading it with them, but it's making this, this profound literary experience. And I think the feedback we've gotten, it's just been universally uh, huge of people just like raving about what this show has been, uh, meaning the Moby Dick read through specifically for them. Like that's just one example, but we have something to say. 
Uh, I think that if we ever got to the point where I felt like there's nothing else to say or we're just repeating ourselves, not that we, we of course, come back to regular themes and topics and all of that, but if we ever got to the point where it just felt like there's nothing less to say, I think that would be the time to be done. But I don't think we're there. You know, it's funny, Ben, that you say that you're a teacher because I tend to be a learner. I love well, education. <laughs> I love education. I, I uh, like if I had time, I'd be happy to do more yeah. master's level classes or even get my doctorate someday. Uh, and so I do feel like I'm learning from you a lot. Uh, you uh, you bring different topics and different, uh, you know, when it comes to philosophy or theology to the table, I, I enjoy talking through that. Or if you talk about books, I would have fallen into that camp of I probably would have never read Moby Dick myself. I never thought of doing it. I love what I'm learning through that. But there's been lots of movies, TV shows, books that I've been exposed to through the course of doing this podcast. So, Or even just ideas like, Rick, did you hear our kooky Christmas episodes? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so that's that's like the perfect blend for me of interesting and fun because, like, for people who, who didn't listen to them, it was uh, a series of conspiracy theory weird episodes. So we did lizard people and and we did reincarnation and and a few other things like that. And I like I feel like those episodes, if you kind of took the two poles of the sci-fi Christian of funny, fun, entertaining, and then scholarly, interesting, thought-provoking, I love that series because I thought it really captured both of those. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I know I know we're heading towards a wrap up, but I'll just quickly say the show has evolved, and I think that also helps us to continue going on. If you look at season one versus season eleven, which we're in right now two different types of shows and yeah. our, our the way we communicate to each other is differently. The type of topics that we discuss are different than what we would have done 11 years ago. So you can see a progression from year to year where it w- we change the show up. Uh, we have different uh, segments that we stick with for a while and then we just drop for no reason. <laughs> and then we kind yeah, of remember just, them yeah, five years later. The, the, the Stanley quote of the week. Yeah, if we were still doing that right now, it would be so contrived. We did it. And it was funny, and we enjoyed it, and then we just kind of let it die. Yeah, take that science. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, so there's, so the, yeah, I think the show is always changing, and so that helps us just keep on going because it's sort of like we're starting over, but it's a gradual, right? Gradually, continually changing. Yeah, it's and it's a lot harder to get quotes from Stan Lee these days. That's true. <laughs> that's, too soon, that's, that's way too soon. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, this has been a real joy, and I just want to say again, congratulations on on ten great years uh, of the Sci Fi Christian podcast. Uh, you you don't know what you have meant to me over the years, both of you, and you know Ben, you have uh, you have have personally touched my life in so many ways. Uh, you helped me with the writing of of my first and really at this point only book I, I hope i have another book in me one of these days to come out but the book on the psalms that i wrote you were so instrumental in that um and it was fun to get to hang out with you in chicago and even uh, the sci-fi christian story time uh, that came out of uh, staying in oh, yeah. the gillies basement which was yeah, uh, kind of crazy. listen staying in that basement you want, you want to talk about ways to, to bond in friendship outside of your sci-fi christian podcast we just need to take a trip to the basement I with have, those creepy dolls i have learned it'll be a hotel from now on forever and ever <laughs> but, uh, if, if you get an offer of a free room there might be a reason it's free <laughs> that's true 
<laughs> and Matt, even though we have never actually done a face-to-face meetup, I just have felt uh, such a kinship with you over the years. And every time that we've got to podcast, it has been such a pleasure. And uh, on this show or your show or even on the Real World Theology podcast, and I just feel like we've had such rich conversations and I've been so grateful every time. And uh, both of you, I'm just so uh, proud of the work that you have done. I uh, I feel like even though uh, I'm a listener each week, I feel like in some ways I'm a part of your conversation just by getting to, to listen in um, through, uh, I, I guess, putting you in my earbuds each week whenever I'm jogging or, or just listening at my desk, whatever I'm doing. So um, I'm certainly glad that you've put in the work and, and done 10 years of, of uh, the sci-fi Christian. And I, I'm wishing you 10 more and, and beyond that. So thank you for letting me have the chance to uh, celebrate with you on the Voices in My Head podcast here this week. And I uh, hope we can do it again in the future and, and not wait for another 10 years uh, down the road because uh, I know you guys have got some, some more great episodes ahead here. So as well, we, we love talking about ourselves, <laughs> one of our favorite topics. Yeah, well, and so we, we're happy to come on any time. And that. we really, we only made it through season three, and we've never done a full rep- retrospective on each year That's of the Sci-Fi Christian. So yeah, feel free to have us back later this year to talk through <laughs> seasons three through eleven. That's, That's true. We only, we only got through a couple there. <laughs> but but Rick, we really appreciate you. I, you're yes. one of our, you're our friend, also a top listener. So there's that that uh, reward for you. Well, Maybe an award. That, yeah, it's not, there, there's no award or reward. Top, top, how about let's it's, say top listener of I May. I think what Matt's trying to say is we appreciate you. Right? I, I started with that. <laughs> well, let's give him the May 2021 top listener of the month. Well, we don't want to piss off Brian. <laughs> he, he had it last month. Okay, that's fair. So, so, so I'm just saying. We love Rick, I know, but, but the, has he started a fan site? That's true. Has he started a fan site of us? Yeah, if you want to check out our fan site, Rick, you got to go to sfc.blue. It's awesome. Oh, so, it is awesome. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to probably start a fan site, but I do like you guys an awful lot. Yeah, well, we like you, too. <laughs> Thanks for asking us. You know what? Fan of the year. Well, fan, whoa, fan of the year. <laughs> I can't go that far. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, thank you for asking us on and well, celebrating with us. We're having a fun time celebrating 10 years of podcasting, and we really appreciate you having us on to talk about well, it. Well, it's, it's been a real pleasure. Well, as I say to my guests each week, Matt and Ben, thank you for being some of the voices in my head this week. Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.